Welcome back to EcoAlarm, the podcast where we break down the major factors affecting the environment and explore what we can do to help. I'm your host, Imani. And I'm your host, Bo. And today we'll be talking to Rebecca Saltzman. Rebecca is a senior manager of Generation Earth, which is an environmental education program that helps students explore waste, water, and forestry topics in a fun and engaging way. Generation Earth is an initiative taken on by a larger environmental nonprofit called Tree People. Along with its Generation Earth educational projects, Tree People also works with communities on environmental justice projects, restores ecosystems, protects natural parks, and conducts research on policies that support nature-based solutions. Today, we're super excited to talk to Rebecca about the work Tree People is doing in education and how we can get involved. And it is also in a special episode because Imani will be graduating. Yes, I will be graduating. So not only is this our last episode for the season, but it's the last episode for me hosting, which is bittersweet. But uh, I'm really excited for the next season of Eco Alarm, and we'll be having a new host. And so just really excited to see where it goes. Hi, Rebecca. It's great to have you join us today. Um, it'd be great if you could start off introducing yourself. Feel free to mention anything that you feel is relevant for the podcast today. Okay. Um, I'm Rebecca. I am the senior manager of Generation Earth at Tree People. I've been with Tree People for almost a year and a half. Um, my background is originally in social work um, and food access. And then after working for a little while, I learned I could combine my passion for the environment and all things food with my education. And it's actually that intersection that I focus on now. Uh, now I've been in the environmental education field for a little over 15 years already somehow. Awesome. So I guess for any of our listeners who don't know, if you could describe a little bit about what Tree People is and also what Generation Earth is. Yeah. So Tree People is a nonprofit located up in Coldwater Canyon Park. We have inspired, engaged, and supported more than 3 million people to take action for our environment um, by planting and caring for our trees and forests in mountains, parks, and our neighborhoods as well. Um, our mission is to inspire, engage, and support people to take personal responsibility for the urban environment, making it a safe and healthy and fun and sustainable place to be. I am on a team called Generation Earth, or GE, as I usually refer to it. Um, we're an environmental education program that is actually funded by Los Angeles County Public Works. And I think I think it's been around 25 years or so, the county has been contracting tree people to house GE and with the purpose of combating the negative impact of um, on our environmental health and communities. And we're basically the environmental education arm of tree people in middle schools and high schools. Yeah, we work mainly with students and teachers to explore waste, water, and forestry topics. We try to do this in a fun and engaging way. And we actually have an incredibly strong connection to youth empowerment as Tree People was started by a teenager. So um, our founder, Andy Lipkis, was, I, I want to say, 15 when his concern for trees dying from smog in our local mountains turned into uh, a whole movement where he and his friends empowered other youth to both replant in the mountains and then also focus on planting trees in the city. And that was actually exactly 50 years ago. So that's tree people, the county and Generation Earth. Awesome. No, I definitely, I think environmental education is super important. I know USC has 
Earth Week in, I think, April every year. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of activities uh, that students can can get involved with. And I was just curious, what kinds of projects or lessons can students get involved with the GE program? So Tree People actually has grown a ton in the past few years, and there are a lot of ways to get involved, specifically with Generation Earth, which is what I'd love to focus on, if that's okay with you all. We work across the county to engage students and teachers both in and out of the classroom. So we partner with schools to bring, as I said, fun, engaging, and empowering environmental education presentations to schools. Uh, we also guide field trips with our mountain and urban forestry teams. We also have workshops geared towards teachers. We host a summer, summer institute for teachers. Oh, and coming up on March 31st, we are having our youth summit for students across the county. And everything that we do, as I mentioned, is it, it revolves around wastewater and forestry, and then every possible topic that can be encompassed in those three topics. Awesome. So going into that a little bit more than when you're working with teachers and trying to incorporate this in the classroom, what's the process for like creating a, like an eco curriculum? Ooh. So I actually have two answers for that. The first is we do have our own toolkits and guides um, that act as resources for teachers to have in the classroom. So that's a curriculum, our homemade curriculum uh, to utilize on, on their own. And then our presentations themselves are always geared towards the the grade and the classroom and the needs of the school where we are that day or that week. And all of what we do uh, reflects state curriculum standards and our expert coordinators on the team, and they really are experts in their field, they are all NGSS trained too. That's the next generation science standards. So they can talk about composting, recycling all day and diverting food waste, uh, watersheds, all of all of the amazing topics that they can present on. And it all adheres to the um, state curriculum as well as um, what the teachers are looking for that day. So great. So we have the curriculums, but is there because tree people is kind of working as like a third party outside source. So is there a move to kind of incorporate these curriculums into like the state like standardized curriculums? Or do you think that it's usually going to be like a third party's responsibility to bring these kind of important lessons in? That's a really good question. So um, a lot of schools do have an environmental education curriculum and they want us to just come in and enhance it in some way or be a guest speaker in some way or, or provide a field trip. Um, and sometimes those teachers tell us exactly what they want, right? They would like a presentation that fits into their AP bio curriculum on food waste. Um, but then other teachers will say, I have no idea where to start. I don't know anything about environmental education. And so we come up with these ideas and options for them because we aim to not only empower students to take action, but also teachers. So if if we can help create a curriculum that focuses on environmental education, then we definitely want to do that as well. That's great to hear. I, I wish I had something like that when I was uh, in high school. Right. Have you, yeah. have you seen, would you say there's... Uh, like an increased awareness over time for, for schools to incorporate these into their curriculums or, or also what are, you know, what are some of the challenges that you see working with kids, especially maybe younger population to get them to care about, you know, protecting the earth and all these important topics? Yeah. So um, it's interesting. I mean, and I'll, I'll, I talk a little bit about this um, regularly is that 
environmental education is a bit more in the spotlight, definitely more than when I was a kid. Um, you know, this was not something that I remember being in my curriculum at all. And so it's different. It's interesting um, that there are so many principals and schools who are in full support of this. And um, I'd be happy to talk about the school greening initiative and all the things that are happening statewide, countywide, citywide, because there is a lot happening. And I think being in this field, you really get to see a ton of movement. And, and I love that Tree People is kind of at the forefront of this movement. And I get to really witness and be part of how that's evolving and moving. As far as challenges in particular, that I feel like everyone on my team would probably say something kind of different. <laughs> I feel like the biggest challenge is probably that getting into new schools, right? Some of those schools that don't focus on environmental education, and it's not a primary concern or, or something at the top of their list right now. And so it's hard to get into those schools sometimes, and we don't have relationships with them. And often it's the schools that have the least resources that don't have time to meet with us, um, or their school is not supportive of it, or their principal is not, um, or they're just not aware of it yet. And that's really tough because we'd like to be in every school across the county. And then completely the opposite, I think, you know, is with a lot of nonprofits, burnout is a really big issue. And that's all nonprofits, right? But this team, my team is so dedicated and enthusiastic that sometimes we have to remember we can't be in every school every day. But it's just, it's very rewarding to be in the schools where we have these relationships and the teachers are excited and the students are excited. And we really, we really get to serve a lot, a lot of students in schools through this program, which is amazing. Yeah, no, it definitely is. And hopefully things like this new greening initiative that you mentioned can kind of maybe help in bringing awareness to that. Do you mind going into a little bit more detail about that and what that means. Yeah, absolutely. It's huge. Um, and it's really getting, as I mentioned, some of the attention I think it deserves right now. Um, a lot of school schools around the county are actually around the world are covered with asphalt, right? Just a big cement oasis. And that's really unhealthy in an unhealthy environment to be in. It's rough on kids, physical, mental, and educational health. So I think it's just a few months ago, couple months ago, a few months ago, our legislature allocated $150 million to school greening specifically. So that means removing asphalt, planting trees on campuses, and, and really a lot more. And it's just such a crucial step to protecting students and teachers from extreme heat and other climate-related health problems, both direct and indirect. And I, I really could go on for ages about that. I mean, did you know that I think it's shade trees. Shade trees alone can lower surface temperatures by, I want to say 45 degrees and can lower air temperatures by around nine degrees. That's just the tree. So that's just breaking up the asphalt and putting trees in. So it's huge. And then, you know, my field, studies show green spaces and trees affect all of us in so many ways. And just to bring it back around to, like I said, one of my favorite topics, health, it really does affect anxiety relief and anger reduction, and it improves um, learning outcomes by helping create more engaged and attentive students. So I really can go on forever on this topic. And we actually have a workshop. Um, GE has a workshop coming up in February about addressing these very topics, and you are all welcome to join me. And yeah, like I mentioned, there's, there's actually a lot going on statewide and in the county, um, in the city. Oh, like the, do you guys have green bins in your apartments or houses right now? Have you seen those green bins out there? Yep. So that is the work of SB 1383, Senate Bill 1383, which aims to divert a ton of food waste 
um, from going to our landfill. So there's a lot going on in the in the environmental education movement right now. So wait, are those actually used or supposed to be used for composting then? Yes. Oh, I yeah. thought it was just like a yard waste. Bin. It is yard waste. So that also for okay. industrial compost, all that yard waste, all that good stuff. We actually have a workshop about that as well. You can come. <laughs> Maybe I do need to attend. I think because what I've seen from like people is just that it's usually just like trees or not trees, but <laughs> leaves yeah. and stuff in there. Yeah. But I had no idea that it was like all encompassing like that. Well, and even that, I mean, that's diverting it from going to the landfill because that. <laughs> That's a lot of space. So yeah, I have a giant bin right here. I have one at my in my backyard and then also one for the industrial compost uh, that I don't want to give to my worms in my compost. Awesome. That's good to know. Yeah. Well, and I, I think it'll just keep growing. Like there's more and more education coming out about it. So, you know, you're not the only one who didn't know that that was what that was. <laughs> yeah. They should really explain it to us. Um, right? The leasing companies. They're <laughs> yep. just like, okay, here it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's great to hear, though. And I think it's important because especially at USC, I think we take kind of our green spaces for granted. Our school is very, like, I don't know, pretty and stuff. And then the few times that I've gone to, like, the nearby, mostly elementary schools, you can definitely see a clear difference there. And so I hope that yeah. bill kind of makes a difference there because I think everyone deserves to, you know, go outside of their school and feel, like, calm mm -hmm. and have that. So. Yeah, exactly. It. So I guess throughout all of these experiences, then what's been your like most rewarding experience in this work? You know, I, I really love the environmental education space. It's you'd be hard pressed to find anyone here who is not passionate and dedicated to to seeing a brighter future in, in this field. I really appreciate my team and the community to work with. And I, I do have to say that I really love when I get to join the field trips um, and I st see students coming off the bus and they're kind of looking around and just being like, I okay, where am I? What is this mountain? And usually within a few minutes, they get really into it because we start talking about how they feel in the nature, what they see, what they sense. And I'm going to say by the end of the day, they're all pretty much all really into being outside, talking about native plants, reforestation, just all of it. And they tend to really love getting their hands dirty, uh, even if they don't realize it when they start. Um, and that just goes back to alternative ways of learning and being outside, right? It's just a different uh, service learning project. It's a different way to learn and engage and empower students. So that's that's really my favorite is when I get to go on the field trips with them and, and see that change, that immediate change. That's awesome to hear. It seems like the team really enjoys what they do, especially on these field trips. Like with that, I was curious, where do you see the GE program or Tree People going in the future? Um, you know, we're constantly expanding and learning over here. I think with our climate really taking center stage these days, we'll just keep growing and evolving. Um, in GE, we are constantly saying, because there's so much doom and gloom out there, right? There's so much information that's really heartbreaking. Um, and we try to fo focus on finding the positive solutions and then empowering students to truly lead the movement. Because, you know, everything I've said, we we really know how powerful local actions taken by youth can be, which is why we focus our environmental action projects on fostering uh, creative, forward-thinking solutions to environmental changes. And I just, I, I see the future of GE tree people, all of it just expanding and, and really being led by students, by you guys, by all students. And that's a great segue. Cause I was just thinking like, 
how exactly can us as college students get involved either with tree people or um, Generation Earth? Well, I'm glad you asked. So uh, first of all, you can go to our website. It's just treepeople.org. And there are a ton of opportunities constantly listed there. Uh, We have amazing volunteers. We have people who come out just like for one time. um, And then we have a ton of folks who are dedicated volunteers who lead tree plantings um, in the mountains and the communities all over. Uh, Tree People, oh, I didn't even mention, Tree People has an amazing program for elementary schools and families too. And you can come check out our headquarters at any time. Um, I I mentioned to you that y'all are welcome to come take a field trip. It is just a beautiful spot for a hike and a picnic, um, some environmental education. And if anybody listening is a middle school or high school student, Um, or teacher, you can call me. So anybody who is interested in getting involved in Generation Earth literally just goes directly to me or anyone on my team, and we will come out to your school, we will talk to your principal, we'll talk to your teachers, and then there are tons of opportunities for volunteers to to come out and do tree plantings with us and tree maintenance, and it's a really beautiful site if you come to the park as well, Um, and you should definitely contact me if you do that because I will give you a tour. Awesome. Well, we will definitely take you up on that. Um, we'll maybe look at next semester because I think we're about to go on break, but yes. it's be exciting. I'll let you know. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for this. Um, really appreciate you coming on. Got to learn a lot about tree people and Generation Earth. So yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. I really appreciated you having me. I hope I answered all your questions and I just, I love that y'all are doing this and, and that I got to participate today. Okay, that'll wrap up our episode for today. For more information on EcoAlarm and resources on topics covered in this episode, follow us at EcoAlarm Podcast on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter. Thank you guys so much for listening. Tune in every other Friday, and we'll see you next time. Bye.